<clears throat> be your beliefs and faiths what they are, under whatever title you think best. What better is there than to have living proof of a living God within you, always present, never absent, ready, willing, anxious, desiring to relieve you of aches and pains, prolong life to its full span, to make existence more pleasant, harmonious, which will place you in coordination with itself, which is within you in superabundance, if it can get through obstructions and impediments, which exist between it and your body. Every chiropractor, whether he realizes it or not, <clears throat> every time he corrects the impediment between living God and man, is an apostle of that living God bringing it to reality, the living intellectual God from above, <clears throat> permitting it to work through the living materials bodies of all mankind. It is a living, provable God and man, the very soul and law of his being. What greater joy hath man than to know he's making possible an explanation of the superior God into a living human God because of what he does as he does it when he gets it, when he does it to get sick people well. <clears throat> I want you to think about that <clears throat> one sentence, that last sentence, what greater joy. <clears throat> to me, there is no greater joy than adjusting a child. There is no greater joy than adjusting a pregnant mom. There's no greater joy <clears throat> than having pregnant mamas like tell you how amazing their births were um, compared to their births that they had before they were uh, ever had chiropractic care. There's, there is absolutely no greater joy. And to me, I think that word joy is important and I wanna share something with you. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever read this book. Uh, it's called Power Versus Force. Um, this book here by David Hawkins. If you want to read some pretty interesting stuff, this is a medical doctor, researcher, who wrote a whole number of books, but this, that's my favorite of his books. <clears throat> and what he did is he actually mapped human consciousness. And what he did is he took, it, it, it's very long and complicated, but he took over 29 or 30 years, he measured different frequencies of people's consciousness, like where they are at at a particular moment in terms of what they're thinking, and he mapped it out on a level of consciousness. And the higher your level of consciousness, the higher your vibration, and the higher your vibrational energy, <clears throat> the happier that person is. <clears throat> so if someone lives, let's say, way down over here in the lower ends, if they're living in shame or guilt or grief or apathy or fear, <clears throat> that's really as a very as a negative place to be vibrating in. But if you're living up over here, like in joy, that's why I love that BJ used that word joy over here, the word joy, love, peace. Um, those things make you vibrate in a very different place. And why is that important? Because it's all about attraction. Like if you can understand that there is a law of the universe that works and it's called the law of attraction, and that law of attraction, simply put, is <clears throat> what you think about comes about. So for example, I have a number of interns who are taking part four boards this weekend. And what do you think a lot of them were saying to themselves? I'm worried I'm gonna fail. <clears throat> I might fail this test. I'm, I'm horrible at taking tests. <clears throat> I might not do good at these tests. I'm really not good at this kind of a test. I'm gonna fail. What happens if I fail? If I fail, it's gonna push everything back. And I, I'm like, if you think that way, guess what's going to happen? more than likely, you're probably going to fail, right? So I said, what you need to do <clears throat> to counteract that is to do something really simple. And <clears throat> I suggest you guys do all this kind of stuff when you're taking OSCEs and boards and high stakes exams and that kind of stuff. 
is you write yourself a note, a little sticky note, put it on your bathroom mirror, <clears throat> and on that note you say, I have passed part four national boards on November, whatever, you know, 15th, 2021. Not I will, or I might, or I hope to, or I dream to, or I, I pray that I can, is I have passed national boards part four on whatever date it is. Or I have passed OSCE, or I have passed this, or I have passed, or I have done this, or I have accomplished this. I am telling you, you got a whole lot better chance by putting that in your head and thinking about that over and over and over and over again than if you do say, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail. And that's what this is all about, this spectrum of human consciousness. That's what it's all about, is if you're living in the lower uh, places over here, and especially like in this particular case, we have fear, right? So if you're living in fear, I'm going to fail, so I'm afraid of failing, <clears throat> that is not an attractive energy, right? That energy is actually a repelling energy. What you're going to do is you're going to repel what you want away from you. So if you want to live in an attractive energy, you've got to live in, according to Dr. Uh, Hawkins, over 200, like under, under to the vibrational frequency of 200 or less, this is a repelling energy. You do not necessarily get what you want. Here, you start to attract what you want. And why is that important? I can only tell you from my life with Lisa, because <clears throat> she and I are the ones who kind of started this together way back when we first got married. So 1991, we first got married. We were sitting in Maui, <clears throat> overlooking the beautiful water and everything <clears throat> on our honeymoon. And we took, we got asked, <laughs> I'll never forget this. We asked, we had a napkin, a paper napkin there. And we said, let's write down our goals. And she was all right, and I didn't have a pension issue, so <clears throat> I asked the waiter or wait staff <clears throat> to give us a pen, and they're like, uh, okay, so she gave me a pen. And we sat there for the next hour, and we wrote down all our goals, what we wanted for our life together. <clears throat> and we've hit almost every single one of those, and hit them actually quite quickly. And ever since then, what we do is if there's ever some really big stakes thing that we want to do, we write down our goals. And it's not a goal like, uh, you know, to, to, it's not just a money thing, right? Or a finance kind of thing. These are goals. What is it that we want to be, right? What do we want? It's like one of my favorite other books, aside from this one, Power Versus Force, is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I don't know if you've ever read that book. Excellent book, right? Excellent book. Stephen Covey, if you haven't read that book, it's right. Both those books are in the library. Uh, and you can get them, you know, online and free or, uh, you know, if you do the apps, some free apps and stuff. But in that particular book, uh, what it talks about is what, how do you want to be remembered when you're no longer here? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever wrote, written your own eulogy? I thought that was a brilliant exercise. The Seven Habits gives you exercise. One of those is write your own eulogy. And what do you want people to say? Boy, he made a lot of money, right? Well, wow, he spent a lot of extra time at work. Right? That's not what you want at the end. What you want is, is at the end is you want someone to say, <clears throat> he gave of himself tirelessly. He was an amazing father, an incredible husband, and a great teacher, and an amazing doctor to so many, so many kids and pregnant mamas, and he changed and touched so many lives. Right? That would be the kind of thing I want someone to say about me when I'm no longer here. Right? But, what's, but what are all those things? All that stuff is up here. Right? All that stuff is here. This is, this is the joy and love and peace and <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. That's a higher vibrational consciousness. So what I want to suggest to you guys 
here, <clears throat> God bless you, in 10th quarter, is I want you guys to start thinking about what it is that you want. <clears throat> what is it that you want? And start mapping it out. And map it out in the consciousness of what you, of, that is already here. Right? So I told the interns, they were freaking out yesterday. I told the interns, I said, this is what you've been training to do all along. Right? This is the last step. Part four is your really, your essentially your last hurdle, right? Before you're getting out of the university. And before and now, because after this, you take a few more classes and you're done, right? You're done with OSCEs, you do all the other boards, part four is it. Right? And Dr. Sid, who started this university, <clears throat> he said one of my favorite quotes, and I think about this all the time. Do what you're trained to do. Do what you're trained to do. Because when you do what you're trained to do, what BJ said before, what greater joy, there is no greater joy I can have than to do what I'm trained to do and adjust those kids. And adjust those pregnant mamas and take care of these kids on the spectrum. And watch them, watch them. I love it when a mama says to me, you are not going to get my kid to look you in the eye. You are not going to get a kid to sit still with me. And I always tell them, don't worry, I got this. I've been doing this for a long time. I got this. I know how to speak their language. Like, and I'm on the phone, this one mama, a couple weeks ago, when I first talked to her, she's like, there is no way that my kids can sit still and you're gonna, you're just, he's just runs all over the place and he won't sit and he's kind of aggressive. You have to really be careful. And yesterday I'm sitting with this kid, he's smiling at me. He's looking me right in the eye and he's smiling at me. I'm like, and the mom's like, I can't believe this. And I'm like, I don't have any doubt. Right? Because a long time ago, I decided this is what's going to happen. Right? Even though I never met this kid, but a long time ago, I decided I'm going to connect with these kids. I have a special connection with kids on the spectrum. I have a special connection with kids with ADHD. I have a special connection with kids with <clears throat> learning disorders. I have a special connection with kids with developmental delays. I can reach them. Right? And this mom is saying, you know, everybody's concerned about he's not doing this, and he's not doing this, and not doing this. I'm like, but let's not focus on what he's not doing. Right, focusing on what he's not doing, once again, going back to fear, right? You're, you're, you're going into the wrong direction. Focus on what he is doing. Look at him smiling at me. I'm telling the mom yesterday, look at him smiling. Look at him smiling. Look at him pointing, right? He's pointing at things. He's pointing, he wants my activator, he wants to hold the activator. <clears throat> this is good because that means he's interacting. Pointing is interacting. A child on the spectrum really has a hard time pointing. Right? That's a, that's a big thing. that they, they, they don't get interaction with the world. It's called joint attention. If, if I'm playing with something, or I have something, they just take it. If you're seriously, if you have some very significant uh, issues with autism, you're just not thinking about interacting with another person. Right? That's not, the other people are unimportant out there. Right? You have to get into their world, but there's a way to get into that. And, and to me, it's through love and through joy and through peace. So I calm myself before I go in when I'm, uh, when I'm with a, a child with autism. I kind of calm myself down. I, I take a breath in and I think about how am I going to connect with this child? <clears throat> and that to me is the greatest joy that I can have. And that's what I think this whole spectrum of human consciousness that Dr. Hawkins was trying to tell you is where are you now? Where are you now and where do you want to go? Because if you 
If you keep on thinking, I'm gonna fail this class, I'm gonna fail this, well, I don't have enough patience in clinic. I have never enough patience in clinic, and I have all these problems in clinic, and I have problems in clinic. If all you think about is all the problems you have in clinic, then you're gonna have more problems in clinic. If all you think about is failing tests, you're just gonna keep on failing tests. If you don't think about money and say, I don't have enough money, how can I help with money? I say, $200,000, how many people, I'll never be afford this, I'll never be there. And then you just keep on like having this hilarity about how I don't have enough money. Then when you graduate, you will never have enough money. And you'll always be chasing not having enough money. Because whatever you think about is what's in your consciousness and it stays there. So if you stay in fear, I don't, I don't, I don't, then you're gonna stay over here instead of staying over here. Do you want attractive energy in your life? Do you want to attract the things you want in your life? Or do you want to repel them, right? And actually, I have to think about this. If you keep on thinking about things you don't want, you will actually do have an attractive energy. Now that I'm thinking, you actually do have an attractive energy, it's just a negative attraction. You're attracting what you don't want. So you are attracting, it's just not what you want. So Dr. Wayne Dyer, another one of my favorite teachers, always says, be careful what you think about. Are you policing your own thoughts? Are you thinking about what you want instead of thinking about what you don't want? That's why I think Facebook and Instagram and that kind of stuff is actually quite dangerous. Because you sit there like this and you live vicariously through someone else. And there's some negative stuff that comes up on Facebook, boy. Don't get involved in any of this negative stuff. You start seeing people posting some negative stuff, don't post back. When someone, if someone ever, which is quite rare, posts anything negative on my account, guess what I do? Delete. I don't engage. I don't, there's no negativity on my site. My site is a positive, happy site. You want to play that game? That's your problem, dude. You go play that game. You want to be negative and attract negative energy and you have the audacity to say something negative about something beautiful that I'm doing? I don't want to hear you. Not only do I delete you, you're no longer going to be like a friend of mine or anything on Instagram or on Facebook. You're done. Click. Because I don't want that. You need to protect, you need to police what you're putting into your brains. You need to police what you're reading. You should be re right now, <coughs> so I can read books. These other books that I talked about, Seven Habs, Highly Effective People, um, David Hawking's Power Versus Force, any of Wayne Dyer's books. What are you reading? What are you training to put into your mind? Because that which you think about will come about. So I want you to understand this <coughs> concept because the, more, the earlier you get this concept, the better your life is gonna be later on. I wish I understood this concept early on when I was in school now. I wish I understood that when I first graduated. I didn't get that. I came from nothing, my parents had nothing, and that's what I thought I was gonna get, was nothing. I, my whole life I was, I was conditioned. My parents, when I remember I graduated, they're like, you're gonna start your own business? You don't know anything about business. How are you gonna succeed? You have $200,000 oh, at that time. It was $150,000 in debt. How are you going to succeed? You're never going to make this. I'm like, thanks for the vote of confidence there, mom and dad. But that's only because that's where they were at, right? And I appreciate that, I understood that, but I started training my brain and training my brain and training my brain to create the success I want. And that's what I'm asking of you guys, is to train your brains to create what you want.